Today is July the 19th. What did Caleb want? Let's find out together as we read Joshua 13 and 14. Today in reading through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read Joshua chapters 13 and 14. Now we're entering a section of the book of Joshua that frankly is a little bit boring because of the nature of what uh, Joshua is doing there. In Joshua chapter 13, the first seven verses, the Lord comes to Joshua and he says, uh, you're getting up there, dude. Uh, you, you are growing old and much land remains to be conquered. And uh, in the rest of that paragraph, the Lord names out that land. But then he says, divide the country into its tribes. Let each tribe conquer the land that, it's, that, that I am about to give them. And then he says, I myself will drive these people out of the land ahead of the Israelites. So be sure to give this land to Israel as a special possession, just as I have commanded you. Now, uh, he goes on. He talks about the land that was given to Reuben and Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh to the east of the Jordan River. Now that the full army of Israel, including soldiers from Reuben and Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh that was on the east side of the Jordan, have fought with Joshua and defeated the coalition of kings, they now returned to their territory and conquered the smaller uh, unaligned cities in their territory. And here we start the boring part. Um, great detail is given to the borders of each of the, of the tribes of Judah, uh, each of the tribes of Israel. Um, here, east of the land of Jordan, he starts with uh, uh, Reuben and uh, then Gad and then the half-tribe of Manasseh. He includes in all of that the tribe of Levi. Uh, in verse 14, Moses didn't assign any allotment of land to the tribe of Levi. Instead, as the Lord had promised them, their allotment came from the offerings burnt on the altar to the Lord. And then in verse 32, these are the allotments Moses had made when he was in the plains of Moab, crossed the Jordan River east of Jericho. But Moses gave no allotment to the land of the tribe of Levi, for the Lord, the God of Israel, had promised that he himself would be their allotment. So Levi is treated differently. Once more in, in uh, chapter 14, he says in verse 4, the Levites were given no land at all, only towns to live in. The Levites were given specific towns and surrounding pasture lands for their livestock and their possessions. So the Levites had towns, but not a region that they could call their own. Now, uh, all of this is true for chapter 13. We have uh, the two and a half tribes east of the Jordan River. But then something interesting happens in chapter 14. West of the Jordan, 
the remaining tribes uh, went. And uh, if, if you remember, uh, Israel, uh, Moses uh, had, had sent 12 scouts to scout out the land of Palestine when Israel was still camped during the 40 years in the wilderness on the east side of the Jordan. The scouts came back. Ten of them said, the land's great, but the people are too powerful. We'll never be able to do it. Only two said, with God we can do it. They were Joshua and Caleb. The Lord said, because you've said this, you'll spend 40 years in the wilderness and everybody 20 years and older will die there. So now the army of Israel consists of men roughly from 20 years to 60 years old, except for two, Joshua, the leader of Israel, and Caleb, the man who was most vocal about going and taking over the land that God had given them. So in chapter 14, verse 6, a delegation from the tribe of Judah led by Caleb came to Joshua. And Caleb has a specific request. He talks about what had happened. He was 40 years old when he was a scout. And he returned and he says, I gave an honest report. But my brothers who went with, with me frightened the people from entering the promised land. As a result, they spent 40 years in the desert. Look at verse 10. Now, as you can see, the Lord has kept me alive and well as he promised for all these 45 years since Moses made this promise, even while Israel wandered in the desert. Today, I'm 85 years old. It shows us that the war between Israel and the southern and northern kingdom was about a five-year-long war. It was not a quick one and done. It took them a while to defeat those armies. Joshua's, uh, Caleb says, I'm as strong now as I was when Moses sent me on that journey. I can still travel and fight as well as I could then. So, give me the hill country that the Lord promised me. You remember that as scouts, we found the descendants of Anak there in great walled towns. But if the Lord is with me, I'll drive them out of the land, just as the Lord said. The sons of Anak are the giants that they said. They were the reason that the scouts returned to Israel and said, we can't do it. We can't take over the land of Israel. Caleb said, I've been waiting for 45 years. Give me the giants. Caleb of the tribe of Judah went in and conquered the land. Judah stayed in that land for the next four centuries, uh, close to 400 years that um, Judah inhabited that territory. God was good to, to Judah. I think one of the main reasons is because of Caleb. 
Caleb was faithful. Caleb had a lot of faith, trust in the Lord. And when the time was right, he said, give me what God has promised me. It doesn't matter the obstacle. God can do it. What obstacle are you facing today? It may seem like a giant. It may be 45 years that you've faced that obstacle. But God and you can take it. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll answer the question, was David a good king? Why?